Worthy is the Lamb, the faithful and true, the one whose name is called the Word of God. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Good morning, Lord Jesus. You're listening to the Good Morning Jesus Daily Devotional from the Promised Land Restoration Ministries on this day, the 28th of July, 2022. The topic for today is titled, Fulfilling Destiny, Part 11. May God Almighty grant us the grace to walk with the Word in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text for today is taken from 1 Samuel chapter 15, from verses 1 to 28. 1 Samuel chapter 15, from verses 1 to 28. And it says, Then Samuel also said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people, over Israel. Now, therefore, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel. Now he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. So Saul gathered the people together and numbered them in Talim, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to the city of Amalek and lay in wait in the valley. Then Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, get down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul attacked the Amalekites from Havilah all the way to Shur, which is east of Egypt. He also took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good, and were unwilling to utterly destroy them. But everything despised and worthless, that they utterly destroyed. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king, for he has turned his back. He has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. And may the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, today we continue with our talk about honoring God. What was the problem of Eli and what did he do to make God angry? Eli indeed cautioned his children, but God knew he only said it to please people. 
In the issue of honoring God, he did not get angry and discipline his children to stop what they were doing. By not insisting on telling your children to do what is right, you are dishonoring God and exalting them above God. The implication is that you are not only playing with your life and the lives of your children, you are also standing in the way of their destinies and you are no different from Eli. How do you honor God? Some people think it is by giving God money, doing things in the house of God, or giving the servants of God something. What does it mean to honor God? Just like in those days when our parents chastised us, we would lay down on the floor and tell them we were sorry. You dared not roll your eyes at them, ignore them, or show any kind of attitude because they would not take any nonsense from you. In the same way, if you do not honor God by doing what he wants, he will not accept your offering. Any attitude of not doing what God says you should do is a serious act of dishonoring him. There is no true parent that can collect a gift from a child who disobeys them or refuses to do what the parent tells them. It is a curse. If you are not doing what God expects you to do, I can never be pleased with you. If I take anything from you, I am dishonoring God and thereby bringing a curse upon myself. It means I am no different from Eli. Another example of one who failed to fulfill destiny by dishonoring God is Saul. The reason Saul did not fulfill destiny was because his obedience was incomplete. He was rude, proud, arrogant, had a bad attitude, and an unteachable spirit. Saul was quick to forget how God got him to the throne. Many of you have forgotten where God took you from, where you are now, and how you got there. It was by the grace of God. Our parents would ask us to take back whatever was given to them, or they would destroy it when we dishonored them. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, the Bible tells us that God told Saul to destroy the Amalekites, to kill all the men, women, children, cows, goats, donkeys, and everything they had. On his own, however, he chose to spare the king their fattened animals, and all the best of what the Amalekites had. He did not destroy the Amalekites completely, 
as instructed by God through his prophets. Many people would say, there is no point in getting rid of all those things. I am just thinking, but is that what God really said? Partial obedience is not obedience. God told him to destroy all the Amalekites, including their animals. But Saul gathered his people and chose not to destroy the king and some animals. Not only was his act of disobedience to God, it was an act of dishonor. Not only was his act an act of disobedience to God, it was an act of dishonor. By bringing all those things, he made it seem like the God of Israel could not provide for his people. If you have pride and false sense of self-worth, there is no way you will not fall into such problems or take such actions. I always pray for contentment and strongly encourage you to also. I pray that the Lord will grant you the grace to always obey him completely. Sadly, some choose to partially obey the instructions and commandments of God. When God gives an instruction or when it comes to his word, there is never room for discretion. You must always do exactly what he says. Regarding tithing, he has told us to bring his tithes to him, not once in a while. This includes your business earnings as well, but many of you avoid this. In every income that you make, God says pay your tithe. When you have a Nepal bill of 5,000 Naira to pay, and you choose to give 3,000 Naira to Nepal officials to help you with the poll, if you then go to the Nepal office and give them 2,000 Naira, and tell them you gave the officials 3,000 Naira to help with the poor, they will disconnect your light, and they will tell you, it is not your business to repair the poor. The children of both Saul and Eli did not fulfill their destinies due to the action of their father, and their generation was robbed of the leadership rules. Who do you blame for the failure of those who did not fulfill destiny? We have spoken about those who fulfilled destiny, like David and Joseph, while we have also spoken about those who did not fulfill destiny, like Eli and Saul. Who do you blame? Who knows how Eli was raised? Moses was raised in the palace of Pharaoh by Egyptians and not by his biological parents. 
he was raised as a warrior. And it probably affected his attitude because he must have imbibed some of their ways. If you are a child and over 20 years old, fulfilling destiny is also your problem and not only your parents. Check yourself and ask yourself if you are fulfilling destiny. Everyone should take time to think, have I come to this world to fulfill destiny? Am I who God has created me to be? Let's take the following prayer points. The first prayer point is this. My Father and my God, thank you for making me to see another week in good health, sound mind, provision, and protection. I praise you for creation in the name of Jesus. Amen. The next prayer point is this. My Father and my God, Help me to insist on telling my children what is right and raising them up in a godly way in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then the last prayer point is this. O Lord, in any way that I have been walking in disobedience to your instructions and dishonored you with my actions, please forgive me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The prophetic word for the day is this. I prophesy into your life that every good work, every good thing that God has created will work in your favor and he will grant you the grace to do whatever he instructs you to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Have a blessed day, Pastor Olusheyi Ogori Inka.